Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I know it sounds like I'm talking about this each and every week, and that's because I am. (laughs) I really am. Our mental health is so important, and I want to make sure that I continue the legacy of the late, great Jason Clopton, the teen whisperer. And do what I can, do my part to destigmatize mental health, especially for our children. I remember the day that Jason Clopton came to our home in Cottage Grove. Um, he was Andrew's new therapist. And he didn't do things the traditional way, right? He um, brought a basketball, and he had the Jordans, and he had the muscle car. And he pulled up and he immediately had Andrew's attention and trust. And he helped my son work through the difficulty of being the older brother of three special needs children. Um, And and as soon as um, I started my podcast network, he was the host of the Teen Whisperer podcast, award-winning teen mental health podcast. And um, Jason... Um, passed away much too soon, left behind a wife and two daughters, one of them five years old. And, and so just as a, as a promise that I made to myself is that I would um, continue to help um, continue the conversation about mental health, especially for our children, our teenagers. That was his passion. And we know how difficult it was mentally for us for COVID and we were able to express ourselves, our teens and our kids, they um, got it bad. And so um, I'm always looking for programs and services and opportunities uh, for parents to engage their children. If you need a place, if you need a therapist, if you need services, if you need resources around mental health, I want to make sure that I'm a resource and I provide that to you. And so I had no idea. And this is just me not asking the right questions that my friends at ACRA um, had some resources and available uh, that are available for teens and kids um, who, you know, have, have mental health um, issues and, and need 
services and resources and programming. So I'm so glad that Sarah Boyd is here from Accra. She is joining us courtesy of the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. It is Minority Mental Health Awareness Month, the last Saturday in this month. Sarah, every single week I have been talking to someone about um, mental health and, and and teen mental health and adults and women and black women. But, you know, it, it's Minority Mental Health Awareness Month. Talk to me about programming that ACRA has that is available. I use ACRA in a whole nother way. So I'm always talking to parents about fiscal responsibility and making sure if their kids have autism that they um, – you know, have somebody who can help them understand, you know, how to navigate the the financial aspects of that. But there's a whole nother component um, and services that you're providing for mental health. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I just, and I just have to say, thank you so much for having me on. I just, it really feels like an honor to be here. So thank you. And anytime I get a chance to uh, talk about mental health, it's a passion area of mine, probably why I'm in the field, but I just get so excited to talk about it. Um, ACRA, you know, as you know, because you've talked about it so much and you've had your own experiences, you know, historically we've been known for some of those, um, you know, home and community-based home care services for people with disabilities and older adults. And we've been fortunate enough in the last couple of years to add mental health services to our menu of options. Um, And for me personally, what I think has been really cool about that is ACRA, um, I love ACRA. It's, It's a wonderful organization. And um, one of the things, though, that our system, I think, historically hasn't done great, it's not by fault of anybody, but just that we've kind of um, lost sight of is that a lot of people with mental health fall through those cracks. You know, there's a lot of services and supports um, in other areas of our systems, but people with mental health diagnoses often fall through the cracks. And adding that to our menu of options has really uniquely positioned us, I think, to fill that gap and to also help families because a lot of people have, you know, with neurodevelopmental disorders or uh, developmental disorders, they also have co-occurring anxiety or depression. It's super Mm -hmm. common. Mm -hmm. Um, And and so we have, we sort of have been uniquely positioned, uh, you know, sort of serendipitously to help provide services to those individuals, of course, also to a whole host of other types of clients with other types of disorders as well. So we, I just I feel so fortunate that um, I get to be part of that, you know, because um, I I don't know that there's other organizations out there that really have been able to marry those two worlds um, the way mm-hmm. that, that we've been able to so far, which is pretty cool. And and this is the thing that I love is right now, right now, yeah. folks can get in because you provide in-person counseling in Minneapolis, Duluth, Hibbing, uh, you have Virginia clinics. And also virtual therapy via telehealth yes. uh, to clients yes. throughout Minnesota. And, and this counseling is available uh, to adults, adolescent, kids. And, and and wait a minute, this is the part that I love because, you know, the one thing that I'm hearing from parents is there's a wait list. My child has an emergency right now, but you want me to go over here? There's a wait list. Uh, you have no wait list for telehealth appointments <laughs> with Acra, girl. Come on, give me the scoop on that. I know, right? So, yeah. So we have in-person, like you said, in-person therapy in Minneapolis, Duluth, Hibbing, and Virginia, because they're all over the state. And then we have um, the virtual therapy. But actually, depending upon which clinician you get lined up, so the virtual, there's for sure no wait list. In person, a lot of us don't have wait lists either. So it just kind of depends. But um, it's really, really nice because that we, we... 
have been fortunate enough to be able to sort of meet the needs of the community in that way without having to, you know, kind of push people off for a little bit. And, you know, no disrespect or anything, of course, because that is, you know, sort of the nature of, of resources right now. But we are not in that position right now. Right now we're in a position where we can take clients on pretty quickly, which is awesome. That is so good because, again, as a parent, when I talk to people and they're having um, a crisis and they say, well, where can we go? And, you know, and people say, oh, well, you know, that's a wait list here and this one is these many months. And they're like, well, what am I supposed to do in the meantime? I have a crisis right now and I want to start getting some help from my child right now. So it was so good and reassuring to me to know that right now today. If your child is in crisis or you are in crisis and you need a telehealth visit with a professional, um, one is available for you. Yep. Yeah, it, it is. And, um, you know, you hit kind of on an interesting point um, that especially with those crisis settings and stuff, you know, if they, um, you know, end up in crisis in any kind of, you know, heaven forbid, any kind of facility or anything like that, one of the things I think that we're seeing in our system is it's hard to connect them then after the crisis to those community-based services because of those wait lists. And that is just simply not the case here. You know, if, if we get those phone calls, we, we really do our darndest to get them in right away. Um, and, and I think it's important, especially when you're coming out of those types of crisis settings. And, and you know, another thing that, that is going on, and we're talking uh, to Sarah Boyd with ACRA um, in honor of Minority Mental Health Awareness Month, um, only 39% of black folks, 25% mm-hmm. of Asian folks, 36% of Hispanic and Latino adults with any kind of mental illness um, were treated. And this is according to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services just in 2021. So these aren't old statistics. And so that leaves a lot of gap room, um, Sarah. And it really frightens me that, you know, we are not getting to people in communities of color are not getting to a therapist when we need to. Yeah, I I agree. And I think it's so important. And when we talk about, um, you know, mental health awareness, especially in a month like July, when we're really focusing on the minority populations to get that awareness out there, you know, and I've heard, you know, talk a lot about like, I don't even know what questions to ask, you know, like that is part of what Mm -hmm. is so important about having these types of conversations, because then we have individuals who are like, oh, I can just like pick up the phone and call. Like that's all I have to do. And then you've got a provider who like knows the right questions to ask you because sometimes you just don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And you need that provider to be able to kind of help facilitate that conversation to help get you in the right direction. Hopefully close that, that, uh, that gap, you know, between the, uh, you know, the minority populations and, and, and the rest of the population. Yeah, and, and I want to make sure that folks know how to reach you. Uh, if there yeah. is a family who's listening or a person who's listening um, who, you know, feels like they need to see someone or, you know, just kind of has some reservations about their children and don't really know where to start or listening to our conversation and they're saying, okay, Shaletta's so speaking my language. I, I've been, you know, turning a blind eye. I need to just get my child the help that they need so that they can get better mentally. You know, we take our kids to the the doctor if they break a leg, but when they break a heart, we want to tell them to toughen up. 
you know, if, if their mental stability is broken, we want to tell them, you, you'll you be fine. Just toughen up. Stop all that crying. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if they break an elbow or ankle, we'd be the first ones to the doctor, getting the cast, following the instructions, picking up the prescriptions, but not the mental health. I, I don't know. When, when, when are we going to get there, uh, Sarah, where it's just as common? I don't know. It's so funny you say that because I was just having that conversation with somebody the other day about how, you know, we've come so far in destigmatizing and getting like the word out about it. And also we have so far to go. Like, and that example that you just used, I use a very similar example when I talk about it, like, Hey, we're, we're super willing, you know, to take an hour off of work at the end of the day to go to our, you know, routine physicals or whatever, because that's like kind of acceptable, but we still struggle, even though we're more aware of it we still struggle to take that extra hour out of our day if we need to, to, you know, address our mental health. So I think we have some, some, I think we have a little ways to go. I think we're going in the right direction, which is positive, but yeah, I, you know, I, I, I hear you, you know, that I don't know, I don't know when that's going to come in hoping soon because we, we need it. You know, we need to have that awareness out there and we need people to feel comfortable accessing the services um, when, when they need them. Yeah. And and I want to make sure folks know how to get to Acra. Before you go, I want to make sure we give them the website um, so that they can get there. They can go there. They can look. They can share this with, uh, you know, some folks may be listening and, and their grandchild. Um, they need to get this information to their daughter who's not listening. So whether you need it or you need to pass it along to somebody else who is not listening to this show, um, it is our obligation to make sure that the people around us. Um, have the resources and tools that they need to succeed. And this is just one of those. So how do we get in touch with ACRA? Yes, I would love to share that. So we, as you said before, we can do individual therapy or telehealth or in person. We also have armed services, which is a skills-based service for adults. Um, all of that information is on our website, uh, so acracare.org. If somebody wants to make a referral, we have a couple ways they can do that. They can call our number at 952-935-3515 and ask for our mental health department. They can go to our website that I uh, just gave out and they can click uh, services and then on the drop down menu mental health services and if they scroll down, there's a way to make a referral right on our website. Or they can email us at um, arms, A-R-M-H-S at acrocare.org. So lots of options for people. Yeah, and whether you have an internet or not, you got a phone number, you got a website, you got an right. email, use one of those three to get the information, resources, and help that you or your loved one needs. Sarah Boyd with Acra, thank you so much for joining us on the John Shoes to Caldwell Banker Hotline. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I sure appreciate it. It was great. You're welcome. And y'all stick around. We've got more to come. Speaking of smart people and doing smart things, uh, I think this is a good thing. General Mills is doubling the vitamin D in cereals uh, since 90% of the Ameri- of Americans don't get enough vitamin D. The FDA approved the higher limit this year uh, for the essential nutrient in breakfast cereals. Now, this is really good, especially since we live in Minnesota and we don't get uh, a terrible amount of sun for long periods of time. I remember when I first moved here, um, it was in November. And around February, I was at Hubbard Broadcasting, hugging the toilet bowl, crying. And I didn't know why I was crying. I was just crying. 
And my friend Justin Pahowski heard me wailing down the hall, and he came into the women's restroom to make sure that I was okay. And he was like, what is it? I said, I don't know what's wrong. I'm just crying. I have no idea what's happening. And he said, oh, um, yeah, it's seasonal affect disorder. We don't have a lot of sun, not a lot of vitamin D, right? And every time I take my kids to the doctor or I go to the doctor, they check for vitamin D, and it's down. Every day my kids eat cereal because their mama ain't got time to cook. Okay, I got 15 jobs. You got to eat something that we already have at the house that you can fix for yourself. And so this is a great fix for that. I'm eating General Mills cereal. The kids are eating General Mills cereal. And so, um, you know, with us being in Minnesota, getting that extra vitamin D um, and Honey Nut Cheerios, Lucky Charms, the Cocoa Puffs, the Triggs, the Cookie Crisp, all that stuff, we're going to get a boost of vitamin D. Now, it's not going to be in the box you have right now if you've already started eating it. They're rolling this out, and apparently it's going to be later this summer. And that's that sunshine vitamin, that vitamin D. And, you know, they're always looking for ways to to make sure you get more of it. And so if this keeps me from having to take vitamins, that's great. But I don't know about you guys. Kids these days, they don't take a lot of vitamins. You know, um, every time we go to the doctor, uh, you know, we get recommendations to take vitamins. And I have to admit, I'm, I'm one of those parents. I start out real good. I go uh, to Target and I get the, all the recommended vitamins and, and I make sure they take them. And I'm, I do good for like two weeks. And then I either forget or it's intermittent or, you know, I'm not doing it every day like I'm supposed to. And, and you know, we just we got to do better about making sure um, our kids get that. Uh, get that vitamin D, get that extra vitamin A, get, you know, that iron in their diet, whatever it is that they need. Um, that they're not getting in their daily food allowance, especially if you've got picky eaters like me. You know, my son Daniel um, is, is very particular about food and texture and, you know, because he has autism. And so they're always telling me about the vitamins that he needs that he's not getting. And I'm telling you, please don't call the social worker. I have really good intentions when we first go to the doctor. We're getting ready to do all our annual physicals before we go back to school. And they're going to give me a list, and I'm going to get out there, and I'm going to buy all the vitamins and supplements and do all the stuff. But, baby, let school start. The schedule hit. Life happens. An extra job comes. Somebody gets sick. I, I, I really will. I will forget, but but I'll tell you what I won't forget. I won't forget to feed them some cereal. And since they eating General Mills cereal, baby, they going to get that vitamin D. Now, don't go anywhere because when we come back, I met a new lady. I'm trying to do, I'm trying to do more meeting people since, you know, uh, we can go out and, and engage people at restaurants again. Um, I'm trying to be more social. Pray for me. Um, it's still a little scary. But I met an amazing lady. We were having a great conversation. She said something to me that was so compelling that I had to invite her on my show. What was that statement? You will find out next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I got to send a shout out to one of our listeners, Charlotte. I think she's uh, in Albert Lee at a class reunion of some kind. I'm not exactly sure. Hold on. Let's see. Charlotte listening to you in Albert Lee today with my mom, Hey, Charlotte and her mom in Albert Lee. Yes, I love my folks in Albert Lee. Let's see, what is she doing? She uh, is celebrating some type of uh, high school reunion, and so she's hanging out. I'm, I'm, I'm trolling her all of her social media posts. Let me go ahead and like them. I hate it when people troll my social media posts and don't like her comments. So let me go ahead and like and comment. Thank you, Charlotte and your mom and Albert Lee having some Jake's Pizza uh, uh, enjoying the show. We really appreciate it. And for those of you who are my regulars listening every week and those folks who are tuning in, maybe even for the first time, our new uh, schedule is I am on from 12 to 3. And then my friend Steve Thompson comes up right after me. So the show is pushed back one hour. It's going to be like this on a regular basis from here on out. So this is not something that we're doing just because of the twins. This is what's going to happen each and every Saturday for the Shaletta show right here on the good neighbor station. Now I'm trying to meet more people. I'm trying to hang out. I'm trying to make sure I, you know, have a, a stable of girlfriends in case I need to be bailed out of jail or something crazy happens. And so I um, was lucky enough to be invited to a, an event for women business owners. And, and Maya Honeywell was there and she's a realtor. And, and she and I were just chatting it up and I'm not looking to sell or buy anything. But, you know, we were just having an engaging and conversation about our professions and trends and, and, and what was happening. And, and she she told me something that wound up being in a newspaper about single family construction being on the rise in the Twin Cities and builders uh, looking to increase the number of starter homes that are available and single family permits nearly doubled in July. And Maya, I'm so glad you joined the show because I was just telling somebody the other day, they're building houses everywhere in Cottage Grove except the median. I was like, where are they going to put all these kids? The children are going to be stacked up on top of each other in the classrooms if we don't pass this bond levy. Because every time I turn around, they've got single family homes under construction. When did this trend start? I noted it maybe a couple of months ago. Well, you know, it's been on the rise. There's just an incredible amount of demand for housing in Minnesota, as we all know. 
um, and there's just not enough inventory. And I think builders are really catching on, and and it's a good time to good time to build some inventory. Looking across the the metro, um, we're still, you know, the overall trend on the year is still could be increased where you know on the year it's it's still behind schedule a little bit but july july looks like a great trend and we hope to keep moving forward and you know speaking of moving forward and moving one of the things that we discussed too was that you know our weather is 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 so nice in the summertime that people are tired of being hot down south and and we're seeing uh i forgot what you called it a climate mover well, a climate refugee is, yes. what, is what, what they're they're calling it. But the Twin Cities, as you know, and, and Minnesota as as the greater state, we've got timber and we've got water. We've got beautiful homes, um, although we think they're quite expensive. People from California think they're a bargain. Um, and people in Phoenix are dealing with, you know, about a month now. It's been over 110 degrees. All of a sudden, Minnesota looks pretty tempting. And, and we do see a lot of out-of-state buyers moving to town. And that is really nice um, because we bring in new cultures, new families. I love that. But, I, you know, it wasn't until you said that that I was like, wow, I never thought about that, that we've got climate uh, refugees, folks who are trying to get away from those hot temperatures. And it's funny because, you know, I joke with, um, you know, my family and friends down in Houston on social media when they're posting all the 115 degree feels like temperatures and I'll send them back, you know, a screenshot of my phone saying it's 78 degrees outside. And they're like, take me with you. I want to go to Minnesota. And, you know, that's actually happening. It is. It is. And didn't you tell me that black home ownership is coming on the rise as well? You've got we've got a lot more uh, people moving to town. Didn't you give me some great stats on that? At yes. Happy Hour? Yes, I did. So. Because, you know, I'm talking to families and communities of color who have kids with autism who live down in Texas um, and Louisiana, where the wait list to get services for their children is years long. And here in Minnesota, you know, it's 10 months versus 10 years. And so just this past month, I've had a family move from uh, DeRitter, Louisiana. Uh, I had one move from um, Atlanta, Georgia, and then another one on the way from Arizona, where the waiting list is anywhere between five and 10 years. And, you know, they're going to come up here and get services a lot quicker for their kids. Well, heck, yeah. Kids five to ten years is a a heck of a long time. Especially when you need those services. Well, we're glad to have good neighbors coming to town. So thanks for thanks for sharing all of the joys of Minnesota with your friends and and your associates through that network as well. Shaletta. And, you know, we are celebrating some uh, Black Business Month next month. And I was just so excited to be a part of, you know, our little group when we met and just getting to know folks and networking. You know, as a business owner yourself, how important is it for us to come together, especially as women, um, and and just get to know and and to engage one another and get outside of our circle? Because I didn't know any of the women there, but I left with business cards and new friends and new opportunities. And and, and I just want to make sure that we encourage the women who are listening, a lot of them business owners, to get outside of their circle and meet some new folks. Well, it's so fun to expand circles, and 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 also we still call it Saint Small over here because it's always a couple degrees of separation, and you end up knowing somebody anyhow. So I'm so glad that we have crossed paths. And speaking of black business owners, I am mentoring two young black men in real estate. So if you have anybody out there looking to buy or sell a home, we're really working on that home ownership gap here on our team. 
Girl, and you know what? I was so excited to hear that as well because we know as Minnesota nice as folks in this community are, redlining was a problem for a very long time. And home ownership was not something that was accessible to people in communities of color. The Twin Cities are are certainly far behind um, other major metro areas, and that's something that we're working really hard on. And, you know, there's good opportunity out there. And and something that has changed more, you know, that people aren't as aware of is those FHA loans and people can get into homes for 3.5% down. It isn't 20% like some people, you know, still think like the good old days. So getting getting into a duplex is also an opportunity for someone with that low down payment. Now, how can folks find you? How can they connect with you? Um, it's it's uh, socialresponsiblerealtors.com. And we do, uh, we write a grant for anyone that buys or sells a home with our team. We let that homeowner or home purchaser or seller, they end up choosing the, the charity that they want to support. And we write a grant. So we've given away $75,000 since before COVID started. Wow, that is awesome. Well, I just, it was so great to meet you. It was so great to chat. I just had to pass along that information to our listeners about the climate refugees and Current refugees so get your house now before all those darn rich people from california Girl, get it. okay are those people from texas coming up trying to escape that 115 degree heat maya thank you so much for being on the shaletta show heck yeah anytime you want to talk houses i'm here for you all right girlfriend and she was joining us courtesy of the john schuster caldwell banker hotline i'm getting ready to talk to my friend steve thompson i hope he watched me on twin cities live because i'm gonna give him a quiz next I hope y'all were watching me on Twin Cities Live yesterday uh, because I'm telling you, the ratings were like, who shot Jr.? Okay, everybody was tuned in. Everybody was talking about it on social media. And I need to find out before he starts his show in just a few minutes if Steve Thompson was watching Twin Cities Live when I was on yesterday, not just a segment, I co-hosted the full freaking show. Steve, was you watching it? No, I I'll I'll catch it online. There's no doubt about it. But Shaletta, they they keep me busy in the printing business during the week. It, there's there's no rest for the weary. You know, I I get in there and I go. Oh, so sometimes I I have to eat one of those sandwiches out of the vending machine i can't oh, even no please long. no not that steve yeah. oh don't do that steve you're putting your life on the line oh yeah that ham is salty oh steve you just your blood you're gonna have to drink like eight gallons of water <laughs> after you eat that sandwich and the egg salad i don't even know if that's egg steve you must be no. the only person but i don't know anybody who's putting their life on the line to buy vending machine sandwiches you must be the only one well, that's how busy I am, and that's why I couldn't catch you on the show. Well, that's good. You know, Sean once told me busyness is a sign of job security, so I guess that's a good thing. But uh, I am disappointed that you didn't get to see it. I am. So so how did it go? Were you nervous? Oh, my God, I rocked it. You should have seen it. I killed it, Steve. I killed it. I, I didn't leave any crumbs. I ate everything. Um, that was my, do you know in 15 years, this show has been on the air for 15 years. And do you know in 15 years, they have never asked me 
to co-host the show. They've had Steve Patterson leave, John Hansen leave, Elizabeth done had about 18 kids, then she broke something, the ankle, the arm, the elbow or something, and they've had opportunities for me to come over there and co-host. Steve, they've never asked me, so I don't know if I see, I was conflicted in my feelings. I didn't know when I showed up if I should be mad that after 15 years they're finally giving me a chance to co-host or appreciative of the opportunity. Well, here's the deal. There's an old sports story. The guy's name was Wally Pitt. He took the day off. He wasn't feeling well. Lou Gehrig stepped into his spot and played like 20 years in a row. (laughs) So so the thing is, is if they don't want to get Wally Pitt, that's probably why they didn't give you a shot. They're they're probably thinking, we we let Shaletta in the door. Ain't no turning back. Right. Yeah, okay, okay. So they don't want to get Wally Pip. That my talent is so amazing, they are afraid that I'm going to take their job. Okay, okay, all right, okay. I understand. And that's understood because I will. I will snatch your check right out of your pocketbook because that's just the type of amazing talent that I am. So then I understand their reservation. But, you know, I have to say, Steve, that Ben Lieber is a real good dude. I mean, you just never know until you work with somebody. You know, seeing him for one segment or out of the bar or, you know, at a social event is one thing, but working with him to put together an hour and a half broadcast, that's something totally different. Here's the thing about Ben Lieber, and I always thought that once once he started dabbling in, in TV and radio and his playing career was over, I, I thought th- this guy had a potential to, to do network, and I, I know mm. he's done some network stuff, but he he's good enough where, where he could be on Sunday night football or he could be on Monday night football or you, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think he's a real talent and you know, I, he, he's doing a great job on that program, but I have a feeling it won't be long before, you know, one of the networks are going to be calling and, and giving Ben Lieber work. You know, I, I think about Michael Strahan mm-hmm. and, what he's done with his career, post-playing career. I mean, he's on Good Morning America. He He's everywhere, and I, I think Lieber is that kind of talent. Well, Steve, when did somebody realize that these athletes didn't have to necessarily go to ESPN and do sports? Was Strahan the first one? Because it seems like all these big-time networks and producers and shows are looking at Strahan's success and saying, well, you know what? He's not unique. There are a lot of talented athletes who can do news as well as sports. And I'm so glad that that door has opened up and these guys don't have to wait for ESPN to call them. They can go to major networks. Look at Nate Burleson. Um, they've got a guy on the, the talk with Cheryl Underwood and he he's a former athlete and, and Ben's over yep. at Twin Cities Live. It seems like a trend. And I think for, for me looking back at it, it seems like Strahan was the first one. Yeah, there's, there's no doubt there could have been others, but, you know, he's hit the big time. He's everywhere. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, one of the regulars on Good Morning America I mean that that that's a really good gig. You got to get up early. I don't know if I'd like that, but it, it is a really good gig. And you're absolutely right. And it gets down to one thing. And I, and I you worked with with Ben. There there's a likability factor Ooh. that it, it, it's hard to quantify, but I think he's got it. Oh, yeah, he does. They love him, and it's not just the people who are watching the show. It is the staff. 
Um, you know, they were, uh, you know, they love him. He was personable. He was nice. Um, he, he had good parents, apparently, uh, because he is just so respectful. And, you know, I came in because I had, see, you. I'm, I don't want to spoil it for you, but, you know, I came with props. I had a helmet and I had some shoulder pads. You know, I was going to show I, Steve. You know how I do. Right. And, and I had sure. three outfit changes, right? Um, and yeah. so I had a lot of stuff. And he just met me, and he's packing my stuff down, and you know, and and so I'm like, oh, okay, because he could have just walked off and went to his little old dressing room, but you know, he made sure that I got set up and settled, and you know, he was just kind of going over things with me, and I was like, he is a nice dude, and it, it comes across uh, like that, and I, you know, wanted to promote it on social media, you know how I do. So, um, Dalvin Cook was having a football camp, and so last weekend. I was the only 51-year-old woman at the Davin Cook Elementary School football camp. It was me and a bunch of little boys, and I was busting those little boys in the mouth, Steve. I was like, oh, take this. You know, call me Miss Shaletta because I was trying to get some moves because I was like, just in case he wants to, you know, do some throwing or tackle me or, you know, have some fun, football fun in the studio. I want to be ready. And so when I was talking to, like, Dalvin and C.J. Ham, remember I sent you the picture? And I was like, yep. uh, I didn't even know who I was talking to. I was like, Steve, who is this? He was like, uh, CJ Ham, Vikings team captain, all around good guy. What are you doing? Where are you? Um, I was talking to them about being Libra. And I was like, what kind of dude is he? You know, and, and these guys all had nothing but positive things to say. Yeah, he he, re- he really does a phenomenal job. Now, now what I what I need to know are the people behind the scenes already saying, all right, Shaletta, you did a really good job. We can hardly wait to have you back. I mean, when's the next gig? I, I, I think I scared him a little bit, Steve. I think you got to teach me how to ease into the situation. Because, I, Steve, after the first break, I was twerking. I did a 10-second tease and nailed it. And they looked for me, and I was on the couch twerking. They were like, Shaletta, don't peek too early. Um, and I said, okay, I'm going to try not to twerk again. But then I did something else really cool, and I was back on the couch twerking. So I think I scared him a little bit because, um, yeah, I, I don't know. But I did, I did tell him on air. I looked right at the camera. I said, don't let it be another. 15 years before y'all uh have me back on but the people who were watching on social media and posting and stuff they all seem to really like it and enjoy it they you know it was friday i wanted to have fun i wasn't really reading the teleprompter i was just having a good old time you know now what i what i wonder about that how how big is that studio audience is it is it quite a few people no you know they not they didn't do it they're not doing it anymore it's not i don't think it's set up oh, for wow. that anymore since covid i i know jason matheson is back to having his studio audience but i yep, don't believe yep. kstp is set back up because where those chairs were there's like some kind of you know temporary wall there so you know they had guests cuz I, I brought some ladies from my church fellowship missionary baptist church you know when when I had that fourth baby, my hair came out. And so I thought about doing a wig, but I went to church and all the ladies in my church, they, um, you know, there was some that didn't have hair and they had these beautiful earrings on. So we did a whole segment with them and, you know, all the ladies who inspired me to just go ahead and cut my hair off and be natural. Um, they came in and they sported their favorite pair of earrings. So we had a little modeling section. So, you know, they have the guests there, but there's no studio audience. Yeah, I, I remember years ago, Stephen Sharon, uh, I was in school and we went over to a taping. And this, this goes back a long, long time. Yeah. When, when Stephen Sharon were, were hosting in that studio. But yeah, I, I was wondering if they brought it back since COVID. 
Nah, not yet, but I was just talking about Steve and Sharon with my friend Kevin Berger. She said she was a guest host on that show back in the day, so it was really popular, and you're still talking about it. So thank you so much for hanging with me, Steve. You're coming up next. Y'all, thank you for listening to the Shaletta Show at the new time. We'll see y'all next week. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.